everybody. We're back. The crossover. We got a... Sorry it's been a while. We got the famous Grant Hill with us today, along with Gus. And I know that you're probably thinking we've got the legendary NBA star on the podcast. And guys, it's better than that. We've got an even more of a phenomenal person in our good buddy Grant Hill. Uh, so yeah, Grant, if you just want to introduce yourself... Um, yeah, maybe say a little bit about how we became friends, because that's kind of a cool story, and how you got like plugged in with the, the Christian yeah, Challenge community. absolutely. So, I'm Grant. Um, yes, I do have the name of a famous basketball player um, that I was not named after, supposedly. But I don't know if that's true, because my dad is like a big sports fan. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, I go to KU, I'm a grad student now, so I just graduated in December with a uh, political science degree. So I've been at KU for around two years now. I transferred from another school, Um, originally from Overland Park, Kansas. Um, Blue Valley Northwest. Yeah, we can get into into that later. I I know someone that uh, might be an NBA champion. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so... Um, so yeah, I've been going to KU for about two years. I previously went to, uh, Drake University in Iowa. Didn't really have a great time there. Um, and COVID happened while I was there and stuff. So it was kind of a mess of an experience and then came here and, um, yeah, it has been a great experience so far. And so, um, when I first came to KU, I lived in the scholarship hall, lived in Badenfeld scholarship hall where I met August. Yes, sir. Um, and so, yeah, um, and started to get to know August more after he, we saw each other at Challenge for the first time. Yeah. Um, he actually didn't tell me about it. Um, I was told about Challenge by my roommate, Brayden, who will probably be on this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, um, yeah, um, I used to work with Brayden at, uh, Chick-fil-A back in Overland Park, and he was actually the one who told me about Challenge because I was expressing more interest in maybe joining something like that. I hadn't been involved with something like that previously, so I was just expressing more interest. Um, and his older brother was actually in Challenge, so that's how I kind of connected with Ryan, who's, I guess, the head of Challenge. Um, kind of connected over that because we both knew Brayden's brother. And so I started going to Challenge and then started to connect with August a little bit more. Um, and you know, August is a good friend. He gave me car rides because I had an accident. <laughs> We're uh, so glad you're safe. Yeah, like two years ago, like March of 2022. Um, <laughs> you were talking about the recent one. <laughs> uh, well, that one that was fault, not my right? fault. Yeah, but this was a single car accident. But I mean, I was okay, but like my car was destroyed, so I didn't have a car. Um, and so that was really nice, and I really appreciated that. Um. And so, yeah, um, and then slowly got to meet other people in Challenge, um, you know, over time. Um, one of the first people I met actually was also August's roommate, Garrett. Yeah. So I met I met two members of the mailbox, like, right away. <laughs> so um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and so I've loved, like, getting to know August more, and uh, he's a great guy. So it's just, like... Whatever it is, just hanging out at the mailbox or with August is and Aiden too is always a, yes, sir. always always a great time. So yeah. Um, we yeah. try, we do our best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and I'm just really glad that I have this community because like, um, 
when I was at Drake, I mean, I had, I made some like good friends when I was there, of course, but I didn't really have like a big community that I was a part of. Like I didn't have a lot of friends or like a lot of stuff to do. You know, there wasn't really a lot going on for me really besides like my schoolwork. And I had, I had an internship at that time, like part-time, but that was really about it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's really been awesome. And I, I think it's, um, it's kind of God working in my life to have this community mm. because I never had that before. So yeah, that's an incredible introduction. Um, so yeah, as all of our faithful listeners know, kind of the theme and our goal with this podcast is to find the intersection, to find the crossover between sports um, and faith. And one of our, our topics we're going to get into um, that Tritton told, told me about, I think is, can be really good, uh, is school rivalries. Um, whether that's, you know, high school, rec, like what, whatever it looks like at the, you know, professional level, the collegiate level. Um, and Grant is one of, yeah, one of my closest friends. Um, but Grant is actually from another city called, or sorry, your sports team is Missouri. Uh, I, yes. I messed that up. I was gonna say you're from Columbia. I was like, no, crazy <laughs> no, from Columbia. No, no, but he's a he's a Missouri Tiger fan at heart, yes. right? So I think that's why. Yeah, we wanted to we wanted to to get Grant on this episode. Um, so yeah, let me just start with that that question. Uh, what do sports mean to you? And then what is the crossover between sports and then your faith and your walk with with yeah. Jesus? Um. So yeah, um, I am a Missouri fan. Um, it was passed down to me. I my mom went to Mizzou. She's an alum of the journalism school at Mizzou. So um, she has a lot of like she's not a big sports fan, but she has a lot of pride in the university. Yeah. Like she's part of the alumni association, and she always has like Mizzou calendars and stuff. So I kind of got it from her. Um, just like liking Mizzou. Plus, I don't really have a ton of family that went to KU or K State even. So. Um, it was kind of natural for me to just choose Mizzou because my dad went to um, college out. My parents are from Chicago area, so he went mm-hmm. to college out there. Um, so, you know, that was really the only connection to a school I had here. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, always um, been a huge sports fan. Um, unfortunately, when I was younger, I had, like, ADHD pretty bad. So mm-hmm. I wasn't able to play sports a whole lot. Plus, my parents didn't let me play football or baseball, which I really would have wanted to Mm-hmm. So I really was only allowed to play basketball. And those are really the only three sports that I really follow a lot. Like, I'll watch hockey occasionally or, like, other sports, but I don't care as much about it. Um, so I did play basketball a little bit when I was younger and soccer as well. Um, but, yeah, so always been um, a really big fan. Um, and it's always just kind of been, for me, you know – a way to connect with others. Like my dad is a big sports fan. Um, so it's always been a way for like me and my dad to connect and like something to talk about, which is great. And, um, as well as just with friends, like some of my really close friends back home, like are also huge sports fans like me. So, um, and you know, a lot of my friends now as well. So it's just been a really good way for me to connect with people just as a fan. Um, and I feel like all guys or a lot of guys have that somewhat, like you, you connect with people through sports, but yeah. So, um, you know, it's just a lot of fun memories. I think going to sporting events or watching sports, um, 
So either by myself or with other people, but yeah, so it, um, you know, I understand that like all in all, like it doesn't have a huge impact on my life, but you know, it's something that I enjoy and it's definitely like been a big part of like my childhood, like as a fan. And obviously I love still like playing recreationally and stuff. I mean, shoot, I've played, I mean, I love playing on Friday night with challenge, but I've been playing my best friend from back home, like one V one. Cause he has a, he has a hoop in his uh, driveway go. and we've been playing for probably 10 years. So, <laughs> you know, just like a lot of memories, like I was saying. So, yeah. um, I think, yeah. So, um, that's kind of how it means a lot to me. It might be a little different than some other people you've had on this podcast. who probably have more of an experience playing, which yeah. I would have loved to have, but I just didn't. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um, so I would say like, with my faith is like when I was younger, you know, um, I think I was probably way too invested in the sports where I wasn't thinking of like anything else. And it just like took away from like, you know, not only my faith, but like devotion to anything else would be like, well, I just want to watch sports. Like I'm going to not yeah. go to this family event because I want to watch a sporting game. Yeah. Or oftentimes I would want to leave church early when I was younger. So I could go watch the NFL. Yeah. 12 o'clock. Yeah. Those exactly. new games. And my family went to 11 o'clock service. <clears throat> so, but, um, yeah. So I feel like it just kind of, it became maybe like too much of an idol in my life yeah. where I was idolizing the teams. I like too much. And like, I still care if my teams win or lose, but like, I'm not going to be upset yeah. like for days on end. I might be upset for like an hour and it's yeah. like, okay you know, you move on because there's another game the next day and the next day, yeah. you know? So, um, I think it became too much of an idol in my life where I was just like, um, just that was all I really thought about and cared about, um, was just like sports games and got to the point where I didn't really have a lot of interests and it yeah. was kind of like, you know, it was too much. And so I don't think that was the only reason that maybe I strayed from my faith when I was younger, like in high school or middle school. Yeah. But it was definitely it's a big part one. of that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think we've probably said this on the podcast before. Um, but Kirk Cousins last year, if you haven't watched the quarterbacks documentary, it's really good. It's got Patrick Mahomes likes to throw around potty words, but Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is yeah. a really awesome guy. And, uh, great. You would know this, but, um, he lost. He had the the Vikings had the best record in the NFL going into the postseason, correct? Or one of the best records in the last NFL year. last yeah. year. Yeah, I believe so. And they lost in the first round. It was a really rough loss. Like uh, he got a lot of a lot of hate because apparently he's not a playoffs quarterback. He can't yeah. perform in the playoffs. Um, and there's this really beautiful moment when he took his son upstairs because his son was like three or four, his son doesn't understand the weight of what Kirk Cousins just did on a national level in front of millions of people, how many fans he just let, like, let down. And he sang a worship song to his son as he tucked him in the night of the game that he lost. Um, and the next day, or maybe, maybe a week later, they just asked him about, like, how do you, how do you like, deal with a loss like that? That's so big. You worked so hard. Like, you finally had a chance to make it to the playoffs and like have success, maybe go win a Super Bowl. And he said, um, this is rough quotations, like, thank goodness, like my life is not 100% football. Because if it was, 
like I would be 100% screwed. Because mm-hmm. like you were saying, like if it's one game that breaks you, it's like, you know, that's going to happen all the time. And think of like the one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, he lost that huge game. And uh, he was able to, yeah, to come to the press the next day and like, thank goodness my life is Jesus Christ. Because if my life was football, then I'd be in trouble. And yeah, I remember he was talking about his identity. Yeah. It, it was like, yeah, he was like saying, thank goodness my identity isn't in football. Which yeah. Which is crazy because that's like, being an NFL quarterback is like the biggest accomplishment. Yeah. Like you can have as like a football pro athlete. When he's just talking about that, it just puts things in perspective about how minuscule and how small these things are in our day-to-day life that we just, like sports that we put our identity and our faith in that just, they don't carry over to to heaven. So it, it, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's really good. All right. So going back, Grant, I want to I wanna ask you this question. Um, what do you think it's like like genuinely like, because I think we've probably all been there, um, to watch, you know, you're a Missouri fan. Growing up, you probably didn't love KU. Like you watched the years when, in basketball, Missouri and KU, like two of the best. 2012. That was honestly, you know? I'm a little young for that. But, yeah. But, but like, I know what you mean. But you, you understand like yeah. the, the history, the hatred. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are, what are your just, your thoughts um, and your feelings on, yeah, rivalries and, and how it can lead us away from, from Christ. Yeah, um, so I would say that, like, um, rivalries are, I think, at the basic level, a good thing because I think it's more fun that way. Like, you know, if you really have, like, a desire to beat a certain team, I think it does make people care more, and I think that makes for a better environment, like, at games and such. But... um. It can definitely be taken to an extreme. Um, like, um, you know, when I was um, younger, yeah, I was a big Missouri fan. So um, I did not care for KU, particularly KU basketball. Because football, like, KU's been trashed for a long time <laughs> before this year or That's last true. year. This is true. So, like, Mizzou was always better at football. So it's like, well... You know, there was no real rivalry there. But in basketball, there was. Um, and I remember I just, like, had a pretty, like, irrational hate for KU. Like, yeah. like not liking the basketball team is one thing, but I just, like, it would carry over to me disliking the university and mm-hmm. people that went to KU and people that yeah. went to KU. That's and perfect. My best friend is literally a KU fan. And, yeah. like, I would still hate on KU. Yeah. And there were definitely moments where it was like, you know, there was like a tension because I was like, it was too much. I was taking it too far. And it's like, so, um, it's just like, you know, last year I actually went to the Missouri-Kansas game in Mm. Columbia. And, um, and I've been to it in Lawrence as well. But, uh, noticing Columbia, it was pretty, um, violent. Well, I want to say violent, um, but the, yeah, the yeah. harassment was pretty high, like, especially from the Mizzou students, because um, like we do, the Mizzou students get there about two hours early, mm-hmm. and they sit in the student section, and they chanted um, so FKU, pro- yeah. profanity, 
um, twice before the game while KU was warming up. And I was just like, I don't even think this is about basketball anymore yeah. because it's like, yeah, this is just hatred for someone else because, you know, of the state that they play in. Cause I know yeah. the Missouri Kansas thing dates back a long time, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's really good. I think that's exactly where I was kind of thinking um, and going with this. I had a good conversation with TY today one of our other stars on this podcast. Uh, and and he, he brought that to my attention that like there comes a point in a rivalry where it's not even maybe the school or where it's located, like in the country. It's really like a desire to see another group of people or a person like suffer. Like that, like you said, Grant, the hatred that is stemming Mm-hmm. really from like something that in our minds like we haven't played M- Missouri competitively for what like 10 years or something like yeah. that yeah. and lo- a lot of this is like tradition it's like socially constructed hate mm-hmm. right and uh yeah something that TY said and there's like a really good and really like distinctive line between a like a goofy banter and like a genuine bitterness because of what colors they're ripping, right? And uh, something like just the truth that that he shared was like, if you look at another person and like they're wearing K State shirt, if you can't look past that and immediately are just like, there's like this gross like kind of hate like building up inside of you. Like I don't know if you fully know the love that Christ has. And obviously, since we're sinners, like, we can still feel those things. Um, but he's totally right. And I think that's something we talked about before this, this podcast started. But, like, me and Aiden, if we were not believers, there's a great chance. Like, if I ever saw you with a Missouri shirt on, like, I'm probably never going to go out of my way to go be your friend. Mm-hmm. Right? And maybe, Grant, you could talk a little bit about, like, do you think there is a healthy amount of goofing around, making fun of, like, Garrett's huge Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. But we love, like, we love to give them all the smoke about it, yeah. you know? And we can take it, but, like, what do you think is that kind of dividing, and you, you two, and wherever you think, what's kind of, like, that dividing line between boys being boys and, uh, like, being respectful, having fun, versus, like, you're tearing a person down because you have this this hate that's been built up inside of you because of a civil silly rivalry um yeah that's kind of tough to say i would say anytime that it delves into like personal attacks Mm. like about someone or where they're from because like for example um like i mentioned earlier my parents are from chicago so my dad is a bears fan um and a lot of times when he talks about like packers or brewers fans it kind of will delve into like attacks about Wisconsin mm-hmm. or like cheeseheads as they're mm-hmm. called. So yeah. and that stuff seems silly, but it's like that's where it kind of draws a line. Like I don't have any friends that are Packers or Brewers fans, but if I did, I wouldn't want to be saying that to them all the time. Yeah. Like so and I like to joke around, but sometimes even I can recognize it's too far. Like I'm you know, 
I can get carried away too, you know. Um, our friend Trenton is from St. Louis, and there's a big yeah. rivalry between Chicago and St. Louis. Yeah. And sometimes I'll admit I can get carried away with that too, and it's, yeah. it's probably not the best thing because where someone is from does mean a lot to them. So yeah. that or personal attacks because, um, you know, like when I was younger, I would um, as a Mizzou fan. I would think that um, KU people were stupid because Mizzou had a lower acceptance rate. And <laughs> it sounds dumb, but it's yeah. like, and that's how KU people view Mizzou people too yeah. some, sometimes. So it's like, anytime that it gets to like that level where it's like actually making, you're making a value judgment off a person based on yeah. what sports team they root for, um, that's probably when it goes too far. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And I got to say, like, in every hint of sarcasm, there's, like... There's always, like, a little bit of truth with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even when we're talking about the Bears, you know, just... How much they suck! No, yeah. I'm not just joking, but, like, yeah. Again, sarcasm. Like, they're, yeah, they're yeah. They're great this year. Yeah. yeah. But, like... Yeah, so, I mean, like... There are, like, certain jokes that, like, you say, and it's like, well... He probably did mean a little bit of that. So, it's yeah. like... You know, you just gotta be careful with what you're saying... Especially around, like, KU Mizzou. Like, that goes mm. back, yeah, over 100 years. And, like, dude, I know, I I mean, I grew up in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And I, I know what Missouri people say about KU. Yeah. KU people say about MU. So, it's like, yeah, yeah, like, there, there's some actual bad blood. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we yeah. all need, need Christ. Because, I mean, I know when I was younger, like, I, I lived in Missouri. And, like, I was the only KU fan like, amongst, like, my entire grade. And, like, mm-hmm. I would, like, be sad. Like, yeah. I'd come home sad some days. So I was like, oh, <laughs> like, they were making fun of gay. Like, yeah. I was in, like, second or third grade. Yeah. Like, like, that, like, I had that as my, like, identity. It was, like, yeah. KU sports. Just basketball, because I, I knew we sucked at football. Yeah. But, yeah, like, even after the, the 2012 game where, you know, Thomas Robinson blocks, mm-hmm. clean, cleanly blocks their point guard mm-hmm. from a, yeah. you know, a game-winning shot that he would have had. Yeah. Like, I came to school, and I was putting it in everybody's face. And yeah. Was like, but, yeah, I mean, like, back, to get back on topic, there's, there's no, that's a good. healthy amount of of, uh, of joking. But, like, I yeah. mean, yeah, like how Grant said, when it's, like, going after a certain person and it's not just, like, the sport team mm-hmm. or yeah. the sport anymore, you know, that's when I say it definitely yeah. goes too far. So, yeah. I definitely agree with Grant, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something that's so encouraging for me that – I love so much about Grant is that over my two years of getting to know him, you've gotten really good at like saying something like maybe out of pocket or maybe kind of hateful. And like, you're so good at like, man, you know what? I think that was too far, you know? <laughs> and I, like, I've, I think I've, Aiden and I both can say like, we've seen, seen that growth and it's, it's yeah. been really cool. And that's something that like I look up to, um, a lot. Just, just yesterday I heard, um, the one of the like the hardest things to say in the whole world is like just I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and the second hardest thing to say is I forgive you. Yeah, and I think that is so, you know, because we're sinful people. Because I've spent like since I was five, just a diehard KU fan. Um, like those things come out, mm-hmm. but the ability to swallow your pride, walk mm-hmm. in humility, yeah. like you know what, man, like. You know, like I, I took that a little bit, a little bit too far. And with rivalries, like, you know, we got a lot of friends from 
from K-State, or at least know more people from K-State because of Christian Challenge. Yeah. They have a huge Christian Challenge over there. And I just can't imagine what it would be like if we went to these conferences and they're all there and it was like, that was just a huge boundary that we could never get past because we're KU, you're K-State. Like that would be just awful and so sad. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't like Grant. Right no, now. yeah. Like we, we couldn't, fans. we couldn't be friends with Grant. Jesus, it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I got a uh, uh, one more uh, story that Ty told me today. He said when he was in college, he had so much of this like unhealthy pride for KU. Mm-hmm. Group KU fan his whole life. I think he went at least four years at K State, and like he said, the whole time he was in college, he never wore a purple shirt. And like that sounds really silly, and like you should laugh about. Like, yeah. like that's funny. <laughs> like you didn't wear a purple shirt, but it would make his friends mad, and he almost like enjoyed that. And also had so much pride, like, I'm a KU fan. I can't wear a purple shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, how, for me, too, as like, the same thing, how petty you can get and how quickly you can lose track of, yeah, the the true love that, that Christ has and, and the gospel presents. Um, yeah. Anything else on your on your mind, Grant, on the, the topic of, of, uh, of rivalries and... Mm-hmm. What that can look like, maybe practically moving forward, how we can just continue as a community to uh, to develop really healthy boundaries and knowing when to goof around and also when to say I messed up. Yeah, I think just like yeah, it's just like being aware of when you messed up is good, mm-hmm. and it's just apologize, you know, because if you say anything that you think could be taken the wrong way, but um, I think also it's just like you know. It sounds kind of, like, silly, but seeing people for more than, you know, Mm. the teams that they root for, like, they're all a brother or sister in Christ, so we're all in one. So it's just, like, looking looking past that, like, okay, you know, so-and-so is a K-State fan, but, like, not defining them by that, like, Mm -hmm. like, you don't want that to be one of the first things you think about. Mm -hmm. Like, when you think about a person, that is not what you want. To be mm-hmm. one of the first things that comes to your mind. It's yeah. like, oh, they're a K-State fan. It's like, because that's kind of irrelevant. So. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, so Grant, we really appreciate yes. you coming on here. Thanks for being here. Yeah, we, uh, we've been wanting to get you on here for a while. Yeah. Well, we're going to get you on here with Braden. We'll get some yeah. hot topics. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is this has been, it's been good. Yeah, and, uh, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, signing off for now, and until we see you guys next week, peace.